your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, folks. I am Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes, on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast, and you can find myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, we'll be looking at last night's overtime loss to the Florida Panthers breaking down all the pros and cons from all that, as well as looking on to tomorrow's game against the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, So now diving on into that, um, obviously last night the Hurricanes suffered their first home loss of the season. Um, That, of course, was a 4-3 overtime loss to the Florida Panthers, who are now tied for first place with the Chicago Blackhawks for the first place in the Central Division, obviously. Um, But while disappointing, um, obviously, uh, there were definitely some pros in that game. Um, Now, looking at the pros from the game um, was the Hurricanes in the face-off circle. They absolutely dominated in the face-off circle, winning 59.7% of their face-offs against Florida last night. All four centermen were above 50% um, in their face-offs. I believe Jordan Stahl, uh, I think he's at 61% on the season, which I believe has him in about third place in the entire league. He is obviously enjoying a bit of a career renaissance, I guess you would say right now. Um, yeah, Him being 32 years old in his... 15th NHL season, uh, he now has 15 points in 11 games, so that's great for him, obviously, you know, he's on that TB12 diet or something, I don't know, uh, but he's obviously uh, playing really well um, right now, which is great, um, and someone else that played really well as a whole um, last night was uh, Alex Nadelkovich, he did play well, um, he made some really big saves, um, for the Hurricanes that really kept him in the game because, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit more later. Um, the team kind of left him out to dry um, in there, and he had to step it up. Um, and he's starting to look more like an NHL goaltender. He's definitely not a full-time NFL, or not NFL, excuse me, NHL goaltender right now. Um, he's definitely not there yet, uh, but he is starting to look a lot better, which is really great. Um, he's definitely playing like someone who's fighting for a spot in the NHL. I um, mean, he's on a one-year, or one-year, one-way deal uh, right now. Well, he has, this is the last year of his deal, but he's on one-way uh, contract right now this season. So, you know, he's playing like he wants to be in the NHL, which is great. Um, and he's taking strides, um, which is really, really good. Uh, he definitely still has some holes in his game. Um, definitely that overtime uh, shot against Huberdeau. Uh, he definitely needs some work with breakaways, obviously. Um, he's definitely has some experience, but he is coming along quite nicely, which is really good for the Hurricanes um, in him. 
as a whole, he's been the Hurricanes organization for so long now. Um, it's nice to see him progressing nicely. And another person that played really, really well for the Hurricanes was, of course, Vincent Trocek. He's been playing great for the team this season. Um, this was, of course, his first game against his former team. Um, and he really made a difference for the team. Um, he got that power play goal to tie things up um, with 621 remaining in regulation to send the game to overtime, which is absolutely great. I said um, in my uh, watch list that he was going to be one of the guys to look out for and what do you know he was someone they should have been looking out for which is really really great um again like i said you knew he was going to be hungry to prove himself in this game and of course there's also not a doubt in my mind that this was also an emotional game for him um the florida panthers of course drafted him uh back in 2011 i believe it was so it was nice to see him come out and have a really good game for his new team, the Hurricanes, because we sure do love having him here. Of course, he's been playing really, really well for us, um, and hopefully that will continue uh, throughout the remaining of his contract. I think he still has like four or five years left, um, so that will be great to have him here. Hopefully, we can keep him after that. And while not completely confirmed, um, I guarantee one thing that can be attributed to the success of Vincent Trochik and Jordan Stahl is Built Bars. Built Bars are, of course, the best tasting protein bar ever. Um, they have 18 amazing flavors, including caramel brownie, peanut butter, double chocolate, and my personal favorite, peanut butter brownie. And all bars, regardless of flavor, are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're super soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are extremely healthy and great for the health-conscious individual. They're great to help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, and they are also great for keto diets. And right now, whenever you go over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And folks, um, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts a breakdown of the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day off with the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. Now, heading on into the cons from last night's game against the Florida Panthers. Um, because there were a lot more cons than pros, that's for sure. Um, kind of the biggest uh, was really just the second half of the game. Um, it, yeah, because heading into um, the second period, um, the Hurricanes had a 2-0 lead. Um, they scored two goals in really quick succession at the end of the first period. So, great, great. Let's keep that going. Um, but the Hurricanes said, nah, fam, we're not going to do that. Um, and they really just played extremely, extremely sloppy. Uh, Panthers ended up taking the lead. Thankfully, like I mentioned, Vincent Trocek ended up coming back and tying it up late in the third to send it to overtime. But, yeah, the Hurricanes still, um, like I mentioned earlier, they really left 
uh, Alex Nedeljkovich out to dry um, in that game, or really just second half of the game. Uh, well, frankly, in the first as well, um, because they played sloppy there as well. Um, but yeah, the Hurricanes, they really just looked like they had gotten too comfortable. Um, to quote Captain Jordan Stahl last night in the postgame interview, he had this to say. Quote, just trying to be too cute. It's been going on for a little too long, and we've gotten away with it, end quote. Um, yeah, right there is definitely just kind of echoing what I said. You know, they're just playing a little undisciplined, I guess you would say. Um, and like I said, they gotten too comfortable out there. I mentioned it in previous episode where, you know, they're just able to score a lot of goals, um, and that's what was winning them games. And against a team like Columbus or Chicago or someone like that, yeah, that's fine because you're going to be able to outscore them. Especially Again, also teams like Nashville and Detroit, you can outscore those teams, but whenever you get against tougher competition you know, like Florida um, or Tampa, um, those teams that can really fight back... Um, that's not going to be able to win you games. Um, you're going to have to have a more well-rounded game. Um, and I do think um, that's going to be changing for the Hurricanes and playing that game that we all know they can play. They just haven't been this year. Um, defensive was, of course, um, one of my main criticisms with the team right now uh, is their defense just being really soft and non-existent. Um Speaking of non-existent, um, Jake Bean after the first period was absolutely invisible out there. Um, literally didn't even realize he was playing sometimes. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if in tomorrow's game against Chicago, he is the healthy scratch and not Hayden Flurry, and you put Hayden Flurry back out there. Um, I personally, that's what I would have done in this game here against Florida, knowing that they're going to be extremely tough competition. Um, but yeah, defense absolutely has to improve. Um, looking at that overtime, um, I mentioned you know Alex Nedeljkovic, you know, not looking too good on that breakaway from Huberdeau. Um, yeah, that's one thing there. You know, he obviously you know, with more experience, you know, maybe he could have uh, protected or made that save, uh, but, you know, it was a complete defensive breakdown um, for the team there. And that was happening all game, too, um, and they have to improve that. Um, of course, what led to that breakaway uh, was Jake Gardner trying to make a really risky pass um, and it falling through, uh, which he, while Jake Gardner has been playing way better this season, which is absolutely great, you know, that's the He's playing like the guy that they signed, um, not the guy last season. Um, and he's made those risky passes, but he's made the passes. Um, but that night, you know, he didn't, um, and it cost the team big time. Um, Brady Shea also made some big mistakes in that game. So they really got to clean it up on defense. Um, and frankly, um, something that the entire team needs to do is – Start playing the full 60 minutes. Um, it was very evident in last game that they did not play the full 60 minutes. And if you're not playing, you're not going to win. And it's going to be a repeat of the early 2010s, like when the Hurricanes didn't win a lot of games. 
um, and the Hurricanes right now, they're way too good for that. Um, hopefully, um, when it comes to goaltending, um, I know that's obviously a iffy spot for the Hurricanes right now. Um, Alex Nedeljkovic, you know, while he's been making some really good strides, and I'm impressed with him, he's not a full-time NHL goaltender, and last night showed that he was put up against some really tough competition, and that uh, third-period goal um, that he gave up was not good. It was an extremely soft goal. You can't give those up to a team like Florida because they're going to run with it, and they're not going to give you any slack, and you're going to be fighting for your life out there. And Florida deserved to win that game because if you're not going to play the full 60 minutes, then you don't deserve to win. Now, I do expect the Hurricanes to really clean up their act. Um, you know, Rod Burnamore isn't going to take this kind of BS in on his team. Um, I imagine practice um, today and tomorrow, well, morning skate tomorrow, uh, is going to be absolute hell for these guys. Um, yeah, I'm expecting he's going to really be cracking down on the team as the rest of the coaching staff. Um, and I imagine Jordan Stahl is really going to be um, cracking down on things. You know, like he mentioned, them just trying to be too cute out there and just kind of being very lazy. Well, not necessarily lazy, but. Uh, too comfortable out there, uh, just thinking they can rely on their offense. I imagine he's really going to be really cracking down on his teams, and to an extent, Jacob Slavin, Jordan Martin, as well, really making their voices heard as well, um, along with the team captain. Um, because this team, they're in that playoff team um, area right now, but they all are hungry and they want to make that next step to being a cup contender, not just a playoff contender. And while the talent is there on the team, they're not playing like it, like we know they can. So hopefully they'll right this ship um, soon. They're now tied for um, third place uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, they were, of course, able to pick up a point um, you know, last night, you know, it going in overtime, which is nice, obviously, um, you know, it kind of keeps us a little bit closer to the top, but, um, they've got to clean it up. This season's moving fast, um, and you can't falter like this, um, because you may not have the time to make up the ground that you've lost as you would in a normal full 82 game season. And now, while the Hurricanes are getting ready for tomorrow's game, you can as well, guys, with Bet Online. Bet Online is the fast and easiest way to place all of your bets on sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, in NBA and NHL are all in full swing. We have that game against Chicago tomorrow, after all. Bet Online even covers awards, T 
TV shows and reality TV, and they have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up, guys. Head on over to the website uh, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your sportsbooks experts. And don't forget to use that promo code LOCKED ON to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. And also, folks, Wednesdays on Locked On NHL. Um, every Wednesday on Locked On NHL, take a deep dive into the Western Conference with Sarah Avampado of Locked On Kings and Tom Gazzola of Locked On Oilers. Whether it's a look at the top-end contenders like Vegas and Colorado or breaking down the rebuilds of the Kings and Blackhawks, Locked On NHL has you covered on Western Conference Wednesdays. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcast, guys. Um, now, looking over to my watch list from last night, because I did, frankly, kind of pick it pretty well. Um now, looking at the stuff I didn't pick well, um, I did have Brock McGinn on the Hurricane side. Uh, he really didn't do a whole lot for the Hurricanes last night, uh, which is disappointing him coming off that career game. Uh, but, you know, you can't you can't win them all. Um, and then Anthony Duclair, while he did have a good shot on goal uh, for the Panthers, he did not uh, tally any points either. I really thought he was going to be a little bit more of a factor in that game, really starting to get his be under him as a Florida Panther, uh, but I guess he just needs a little bit more time there. Uh, but on the things I did get right, um, Jordan Stahl, of course, scored the first goal for the Hurricanes. Uh, again, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, he's enjoying kind of a career renaissance of sorts uh, this season. Uh, he's playing like a man 10 years his junior uh, this season real, right now, really. Um, and then, of course, Vincent Trocek mm-hmm. did tie it for the Hurricanes to send them into overtime. Um, I did expect him to have a good game for them, at least tally a goal, and I was right there, um, which is really great to see. Um, and then on the Panthers' side, Alexander Barkov uh, was really good for the Panthers as well. And then kind of overtime hero for the Panthers, Jonathan Huberdeau. Um, he, of course, scored the overtime winner. Um, and he also had a goal in regulation as well. I believe it was their first goal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I knew he was going to be one to watch out for for the Panthers or on the Panthers side of things. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And what do you know? I was right there. Um, so hopefully um, on the 27th when the Hurricanes meet the Panthers again, they can maybe do a little bit of something about containing him because he is playing extremely good hockey for the Panthers right now. Um, and now on tomorrow, Friday, um, the Hurricanes are taking on the team that tied the Florida Panthers for first place in the division. Um, and that is, of course, the Chicago Blackhawks, who have kind of came and surprised a lot of people this season. Um we weren't really expecting a whole lot out of out of them um, this season. I definitely wasn't. Um, 
I was expecting them to kind of be battling with Detroit for last place in the division um, because it's obviously no secret that, you know, they are in the midst of a really big rebuild, uh, but they aren't playing like it, that's for sure. Um, like I said, they're now tied in first place. Um, they beat the Red Wings last night, I believe. Um, now, I do want to mention, you know, the Blackhawks have 18 games played in total as compared to Florida, Tampa, and Chicago's 14. So that has gotten them a few more points. Um, they Out of those top four teams, they do have the lowest winning percentage right now. Um, but if the playoffs were to start today, they're in. And at the end of the day, that's all the Blackhawks care about and that's all their fans care about. Um, but I do expect um, this to be a really tough game for the Hurricanes. Um, they split uh, with Chicago in their last series at the beginning of the month. Um, the first game, of course, went to shootout. Um, the Hurricanes obviously won that one um, when they were on fire in overtime and shootouts, you know, constantly winning there. Yeah, that obviously came to an end last night against Florida. Uh, but I do expect this to be a really tough game. Um, I do really think it's honestly going to come down to power play and penalty kill. Um, Chicago's power play is ranked second in the league right now, whereas the Hurricanes are seventh. So they're both top 10 um, there. Um, and they're penalty kills are both pretty evenly matched um both um are in the top 15 for the league chicago's 11th carolina is uh 15th carolina's penalty kill has fallen here as of late um but i do expect them to kind of get that back up a little bit um but we'll of course be talking about that more in tomorrow's episode so you'll be ready to go uh by puck drop for the team and all that good knowledge will be fresh in your brain guys uh, but that does it for today's episode of locked on hurricanes uh guys tomorrow like i said we'll be taking another look at tomorrow's matchup against the chicago blackhawks as well as looking at any other hurricanes news that happens um so make sure to tune in tomorrow and in the meantime, go follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Like us on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast. And if you want, follow my own personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And also make sure that you do follow us on all that social media because we will be having some big announcements coming over the next few days, guys. So stay tuned for all of that. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace.